Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, yes, I can hear you. I'm your host, Natural Keisha, and this podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Weekly to Natural Hair, where we talk about more than just hair. Today, we have a special guest. Guest, can you introduce yourself a little bit about your background and the type of business you perform? Um, yes, my name is um, Carmen Davis, better known as Care About Carmen D. Um, I would consider myself a curl activist, so I am a natural hairstylist, but I do more textured hair. I do perform everything under the sun, so color, extensions, protective styles, um, you know, straightening the hair, everything. So, yep, that's my thing. I travel and I do hair too. Great. What interests you in the field of being a stylist? What do you mean as far as like what interests me? Like what's my favorite thing? Yes. Like how did you start? How did you begin? What got you there? Oh, I've always done hair. I used to do hair for free. So it was like um, a pastime when I was in college. Um, I actually graduated from Old Dominion University and I worked in my field, which was fashion and I didn't like it. So I ended up quitting my job and waiting tables and in the midst of me waiting tables, I was still doing my hobby on the side, um, which I really liked to do, was which was hair. But um, I, like, again, I wasn't charging anyone and I was asking my friends because at the time I lived in New York and I was asking my friends like, hey, like, are you all coming to me because I'm good or is it because, you know, I'm not charging y'all. And they basically was just like, no, you're really good. And um, because I was now seeking a new career, I ended up going to cosmetology school and doing hair. And I guess my favorite thing about hair in general is just like transition. So like allowing women to see what their hair can do like or bringing to life whatever the vision is that they were were seeking out so that's like my favorite thing just allowing women to see themselves the way that they want to see themselves in the mirror great how long have you been styling natural hair like when um, you I've first been... have your natural customer <laughs> From my first day of doing hair, like I left cosmetology school with natural hair clientele. Like I've always done natural hair. Um, so it was either like natural hair or Caucasian hair when I first started doing hair. That was like my only interest because I've always liked to do colors and extension work. Um, and then like at the time, I was more interested in doing that mainly with Caucasian hair because the price point is higher. And then I always just wanted like to really work with natural hair because that was always my thing because I've worked with it on myself as well as um, most of my family. Like I've been natural since 2003. So like before products were like a thing. Uh, So yeah, ever since I started doing hair professionally. So 2011, 2010, 2011. Oh, great. So do you get an equal amount of naturals and relax? No. um, Yeah, my clientele basically is um, natural. And um, I maybe have like five clients out of all of my clients that still get a relaxer. And that's just due to them, their lifestyle and what they are comfortable with. You know, everyone 
um, presents themselves a certain way and they will allow a certain amount of time for certain things. So you have a short haircut and you want it to always be straight and you don't want to come and see me weekly, you know, then they may get um, their sides relaxed or something like that. But it's really not. Yeah, it's far, it's far from few. I don't have a lot of natural, um, re- relaxed clients at all. No, it's mainly oh. natural. Okay. What is the best way to schedule an appointment with you? Um, so if anyone wanted to schedule an appointment with me, if they are um, in the Richmond area, DMV, um, even if they feel like traveling, um, I do all of my booking on styleseat.com. Um backslash I backslash hair by Carmen D and then I do go to New York City and I um take care of my tri-state area there and you can just book with me um on Instagram so you can DM me or email me on Instagram and my Instagram handle is hair by Carmen D or you can email me at Carmen D hair at gmail.com great information do you offer hair extension slash weaving services also? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was just saying. Like, I do a lot of extension work. I do. What type of heating tools and products do you use? Um, it just depends. So I use different stuff on different textures. Um, but one of my favorite heating tools would be um, I use the Paul Mitchell uh, inch and a half flat iron um, and then my H2 um, Pro 3 8 inch uh, flat iron and um, the, the product that my clients like a lot are the influence products Mm, and that it's like a natural product or anything. Um, it's it's not for natural hair, but it's that some of the products are strictly designed for natural hair, but it's just a good product line. And I don't really believe in like strictly using product just because it says it's for natural hair, because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like it's more of a hindrance than a help. So you kind of just gotta know like what this texture needs, and then make sure you're like applying that product as opposed to just using it because it says organic or for natural hair. Yeah, so you're using product that works for that individual texture hair. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and that's another thing that a lot of us need to do is Mm -hmm. use products that works for our hair and not for who works for Susie Q hair. Exactly. When it comes to hair maintenance, how often do you trim clients' hair or deposition? So um, I try to get all of my clients on a regimen. So of course I would like to see them more, but I tell everyone if you know money is an issue or you don't really like coming to get your hair done, I need to see everyone every three months. So that's when the seasons change. Um, that's also when the um, hair growth cycle is at the end. So that would be when you would get your trim. We would do. Sometimes it's a deep conditioner, sometimes it's not. It may be a repair uh, treatment, it may be a mask, whatever it is that your hair needs at the time, we'll do that treatment or treatments at that time. And then, you know, they'll usually leave with some kind of styling. You don't have to, but at least every three months, some people um, like to deep condition weekly, monthly. It's really up to you, the health of your hair and your hair needs. But trends every three months, every three months. Okay, great. What type of hair education do you provide for your clients? Um, whatever they need. Uh, so I send all my clients home with 
a home like hair care regimen for them specifically made for them and their needs and all of my new clients get a prescription uh card so it has styling products shampoo conditioner and like i said a hair regimen and like how they should maintain their hair so they can continue to achieve desired look that we either did that day or something that's going to be easy for them to maintain at home right because sometimes you know when you get home and you don't have that extra tip Mm -hmm. on what to do um your style would not look like it looked when it first when you came from the salon you know right right. a couple days or so it'll look a mess and then you'll have to be right back into your stylist hands to do it all over again so right good thing that you send them home with how to maintain that hairstyle while they're Mm -hmm. at home Right. And even sometimes with that, like, it's not going to look exactly like, you know, if I or like whomever you go to does your hair just because like where, you know, like that's my expertise. However, I need them to be comfortable with maintaining if it's not that look something that they know that they can achieve and still walk out proudly and feel as though they're looking their best. You know, like, let's say they don't know how to do a flat twist. Right. But they know how to do a two strand twist. So, like, helping them with their finishings to make sure that they fluff properly, you know, like, that they've added whatever the extra little touches are to make their hair achieve said look. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Any tips on how to maintain color at home? Um, I would just say, like, what I tell most of my clients are making sure, like, their foundation is strong. So, that would mean, like, a really good shampoo and a really good conditioner that's meant for your color. Meaning, like, if you have blonde hair or red hair or copper hair, brown, even, like, sometimes going just a different shade of brown, making sure, like, you're not shampooing your color down the drain. Like, I've noticed a lot of natural clients, they tend to either wet or shampoo their hair sometimes more often than you know other textures of hair which is okay because that is how you add moisture to the hair but you have to be careful that you're not stripping your investment you know so if you spent a decent amount of money on your color you don't want to remove the color because the cuticle was open and if you're now using like a shampoo that's more of a clarifying shampoo and not something that's helping like deposit or brighten the color you'll remove your whole investment so that's my that would be my number one tip Mm. great tips Thank what you. do I need to do? You're welcome. What do I need to do before coming to the salon? Whether you're natural or a relax, what is the main thing that they need to do? Probably before coming to see you. Nothing. They just have nothing. They just have to book their appointment. Um, and then like if you have sometimes you know I do tell people to book a consultation um just because and I do a consultation with every service but some people need more of a thorough consultation because you know they may be uncomfortable or unsure they may not know exactly what to book or you know like they just don't know so that would be the only thing if you're like need more clarity than possibly book a consultation with me but other than that I don't need you to do a whole bunch of detangling other than like if you just came out of braids or something and you know like you had them in for a while you're dealing with any matting or something just for time's sake because I'm very um time sufficient I would need you know that but other than that just come I'll handle the rest right 
right. And you answer my next question. I was going to ask, do you offer any consultation before styling the hair? I do. I, especially with like a new client, um, color clients and extension clients. And the reason for that is a lot of times people will book cl- a color and their hair isn't healthy enough to receive colors. So I don't want to waste your time or my time. So at that time we'll do like a test strand and we'll see the achieve, like the color that you're trying to achieve. Can it, even happen with your hair and the status in um and then we can go from there or not and we can either build up the hair to color it or you know we'll just pass on that all along or we'll just book the appointment because you're ready and then um for extension work some people's hair again isn't healthy enough for extension work um because i've noticed like a lot of people get extensions thinking that that's going to help the issue but any style starts with healthy hair so like let's say you want a certain hairstyle but like maybe your edges aren't strong enough maybe your nape isn't strong enough maybe your crown isn't strong enough um maybe what you are seeking to get done you don't want to really do that because maybe you're against glue maybe you're against you know actually sewing something on or whatever the case may be so those two for me are like a must to do a consult prior to um but again like and then sometimes just a new uh client in case they have extra questions for me and remember listeners in order to have healthy hair you must have a healthy scalp correct correct how would you build a personal relationship with um um i think those things just happen organically uh i try to be very attentive i pay attention to like body language i pay attention to you as a person i ask a lot of questions so knowing like where you work what do you do um your lifestyle a person that goes out a lot are you more conservative um things of that nature and then just you know allowing them to open up or not open up because you know the personal relationship truly is it's not a must you want everybody to be comfortable, but you know, everyone doesn't come into like, you know, spill their soul or anything, but you do allow them to come in and you have to learn them so you can execute what it is that they want, right? So sometimes people don't take enough time to like pay attention to all those things I listed and then they don't properly execute. You may have done their hair one way, but like they're way too conservative for all those curls, you know, or they may be way too outgoing for that super sleek chic hair so um i'm just really attentive and i remember so a lot of times my clients tell me like oh we want a vacation da, 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 da. and then when i see them the next time i'm like i'll ask them about vacation and i ask them about their children and i'll ask them about whatever and you know that just helps you build a rapport and people then feel safe and then in that turn they'll want to return and rebook and tell their friends about you that's great you keep the empathy going like it how would you consult a client on adopting a new hairstyle um i just talk it through I, I, i do a lot of talking with people because one i don't like to waste time and i don't like to get things wrong so um you know ask them what do they like about it why are they trying to achieve this look and then from there you know they'll tell you whatever it is and 
from there it's then easier to just say okay I don't think this fits your lifestyle because I know that you're not going to commit to this I know I'm not going to see you every other week I know that or it could be like oh yeah I think this would be great maybe getting a taper haircut will help with what you're saying like you don't like about your hair it'll help with time and you know your curls will be more defined and things of that nature so that's what I usually do yes I have also heard like clients tell their stylist um does this fit my face so I guess right. they try to get some type of look that fits their face whether it's round square triangle mm-hmm. whatever type of face appearance they have shape yep. excuse me they have I always hear them say that does this it's fit my, my face, face? Uh-huh. Um, do these braids make my forehead look too big or is it too shiny you know things mm-hmm. of that kind but then it's so funny because like people can ask you that but again like you know, beauty is an eye to beholder, and then like my perception of them and their perception sometimes aren't the same. So that's why like you have to ask all those extra questions as well. Because to me, I may not think your forehead is big at all. You know, it may look very average or even small. But if you've been told you have a big forehead and that's how you view your forehead, you will ask a lot of questions of like, well, when I wear a part down the middle, I think it makes my forehead protrude or you know, like you were saying, if I wear these braids, I only like to get them and flip them to this side because I think it hides my forehead. So, yeah, I get it. Yes, exactly. And to me, beauty is in your skin. So, whether you wear your hair natural, relaxed, braided, weaved in, laced up, beauty is all in the skin anyway it goes. You keep up with your skin appearance, hey, you to make anything look great. Right. Big forehead and all. I mean, hey. If I had a big forehead, I still would want to rock some braids. I don't care. That's yeah. Not, that's not like. Right. <laughs> a client has frizzy or damaged hair. What would you recommend? Um, frizzy or damaged hair. What is frizzy hair like? You mean? You no, know, frizzy hair is like when you try to put it back. You got all that flyaway hair on them hair strings. Yeah, I don't know because like a lot of people, people just throw gel on it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's why I was like, I don't know, like, (laughs) damaged hair, of course, I'm just gonna recommend that they do anything that they have to do to make it healthier, so if that's diet, drinking more water, if that's adding more water to your hair, if that's removing something, maybe removing gels, removing heavy oils, I don't know, you know, everything is per client, by client, you know, like, I'm gonna tell you that you're gonna have to and totally probably different than my next client but um mm-hmm. I don't know clients ask a lot about frizzy hair and a lot of times I don't know if the hair is frizzy or they're just not using proper product or that could just be their hair cause mm-hmm. I don't you know like some people's hair is gonna just revert easier it doesn't matter what you do to the hair like some people's hair just wants to be more in a state of like an afro and I think that with saying that with and also with being natural we have to know that every day is not going to be perfect it may be more frizzy on the day that's more humid and you have to be okay with that or you know again knowing like what product does or doesn't work for your hair or knowing like on the like for instance i live in virginia it's humid every day when i lived in north carolina it's humid every single day so i don't care if it's 20 degrees or 58 degrees if the humidity is at 78 it might not be the best day for you to want to wear your hair bone straight 
because there's some kind of precipitation in the air, right? So it's nothing mm-hmm. that I can tell you to put in your hair other than like a frizz free serum, maybe a light oil, but it's not going to stop it completely if your hair is a uh, is a texture that wants to revert because of the moisture in the air. So I don't know. Yeah, what I have learned, I mean, even with my own hair, talking about mm-hmm. my own hair texture, mm-hmm. is that when I was um, shampooing my hair, yeah, I would rinse with warm water. Yeah, and that's just when to I put condition in my hair. I will also rinse with warm water, knowing that I probably should have used cool, cool water. water. Right. So what I have noticed is that when I use that warm to almost cool. high Lukewarm. temperature water, okay, then it would um frizz up my hair like it's drying out my hair. Like I can believe dry. that. I can mm-hmm. believe that because like I saw my clients, the conditioner is put there in order to like close and uh the cuticle. Your cuticles. Mm-hmm. So if you're not putting any cold water which closes the cuticle and you're leaving the cuticle open like I said you're going to see more frizz because especially if you live somewhere that's super humid so yeah that makes perfect sense yes and ever since I've been rinsing with cool water after the conditioner I've been toning my frizz I've been seeing less and less frizz that's awesome afro you see right we already know with the afro it can be get frizzy yeah yeah, freezed up, but everyone tells me that my afro is a nice size and it don't have all that wild hair hanging out of it. So I guess I'm doing something great because I can see it myself in the mirror. You know, oh, awesome. I'm taming that frizz. So with, um, I'm pretty sure you have those clients that come in with afros. How is the best way that you can give to probably trim that afro I've seen some people put combs in there and then get some clippers and flip off those ends and then I didn't see people get the scissors and the comb and cut it that away um two strain twisted and trim it that away what would be the best advice from you well I um (laughs) yeah I stretch everybody's hair so um, I'll take like a blow dryer and I'll blow it out. Now I won't get it straight, but I'll stretch it because what happens is, because I always hear people like, "Oh, they don't want that." But the thing is, this I still have to see your ends somehow, some way. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, I'll I'll have people that like go get a diva cut, or they'll go somewhere and the person only cuts their hair in like a curly session, which is like curly cut. You know, you don't stretch the hair. But it's ringlets, it's coils, right? It's waves, it's whatever. The hair has to be stretched. When it's not stretched, it's going to spring up however it wants to spring. And we all know, like, we have... I have four different textures in my head of hair, right? Carmen does. Right, I do. So, what I'm saying is, if if there's no way that I can get a proper haircut, if all of those textures aren't at the same length, because if you go in and do it, whenever... If I'm not with you, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this with yourself or even people that you know, but I've seen people get their hair done that first day or them first, you know, the first week is amazing. But when they go and shampoo and restyle it, mm-hmm. the cut look off. You're like, what's going on with your haircut? Like, why does that look a little longer or the front? You know, like, it's just be something off. And you know, like, like you said, if you're wearing a fro, it should read beautifully if you just manipulated it or not it should just read beautifully because your shape should be 
intact to allow the hair to sprout out so i stretch everyone's hair i know like some people don't like that and i just like maybe i'm not the stylist for you but everyone's shape is beautiful if you want to leave with a fro i'll either wet you down or i'll manipulate your hair you know like we'll do whatever it is that you want to do so you can still leave in your natural state definitely do not have to get it flat ironed i don't believe in that but we have to stretch it somewhat to just make sure that it's an accurate haircut and it's just not me going in shaping your hair and then wishing for the best because i could do that but i just know it's not as accurate i like clean clean lines so yes yes and not only that miss carmen about the moisture you know when you're clipping your ends mm-hmm. or trimming your hair don't you also need to have that hair moisturized before doing this or i mean well we know moisturize so I, yeah that's why i said like usually but my haircuts I do I don't service anyone without a shampoo and conditioning mm-hmm. in here so because that's against state board but I shampoo and condition everybody um, and then you get your haircut so automatically because you know everyone thinks moisture is something other than water it's water like if you look up the definition of moisture that's what it is so you will shampoo and condition the hair after that I put in the product so usually everybody gets leaving they get a heat protectant if I'm stretching out their hair the first free serum and um a light oil or whatever it is that I think that that person's hair needs right mm-hmm. usually it's like three to four things and then after that like I said we'll use whatever our style and aging is and whatever else is as though I feel like their hair needs so at that time you might get a foaming wrap you might get some gel you might get a foaming pomade you may just get some oil because you want to leave and that's all you want like it's what up to you like because some people like to style their own hair you know so that's that but clipping it dry wouldn't like create more damage to your split ends like why it's dry and you trying to clip it absolutely not okay okay great and with the um the deep conditioners Mm -hmm. isn't it best to protect your hair while you're doing this or just go up under the hoodie dryer or put a dryer directly on your hair what do you mean? You said with like, the oh, you mean you, like if you're yeah. getting a deep conditioner? Like, mm-hmm. You know, you put the plastic shampoo. Oh, cap on so it depends. Or it depends on actually it depends on the product right so sometimes like with some of the products like i don't know like with the stuff that they retail like at the stores but i know some of the products that like a lot of the professionals use some of it will tell you like go under the hooded dryer like with nothing on the hair but then at that point you may not go under the hooded dryer at like a really high temperature Mm-hmm. You, you know you just want to open up the cuticle a little bit but yes you know depending on what it is you definitely do want to protect it or not even protect it it's more like keeping it all in a space where it's able to get the heat and it your your body is able to oxidize and open the cuticle up with the extra heat that's usually what the processing caps are used for Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you believe in the edge ups? You know, some of us like to get our hair edged up in the back so we won't be looking like a wolf or anything by the neck. Not a wolf. Do you believe um, in that? <laughs> um, if you want to like get your hair cleaned up like or just tapered some, yeah, I don't whatever if that's what you want, especially if it goes with the look, sure. Yes, yes. Okay. How do you keep updates on the latest hair trends? classes as you like just self-educating always staying inspired and then I went to school for fashion so it's really easy for me to kind of know like the cycles in hair because I know the cycles in fashion so 
it like all go one in the same you know it's like more of an error thing so staying abreast to just that and then knowing like okay how are they switching that to today but classes for the most part reading up on stuff that's what I do what is your most favorite hairstyle that you have done in the past or in the future? Mm, my most favorite. Probably have multiple ones. Huh? I know. I'm like, because uh, you know, I don't have a favorite. That's so funny. Like that you asked me that. Like my clients ask me that all the time. Like, what's your favorite? And I'm like, I don't know if I have a favorite, but okay. Like maybe like um one time. I did my friend's hair and this was like before fashion color was a thing and we did like from a really really dark purple like that faded like in a haircut all the way to like a really really lighter green so it went from like it went from like a dark purple to a lighter purple to like a indigo to like a navy blue to like a lighter blue and it's like a till it was really pretty that might have been one of my favorites if I have to pick one. Oh. Oh, okay, so you're just like someone that's probably making their own product or something and they really don't have a favorite because all of them are their favorites. Right, it's like, because like <laughs> I told you, the thing is like, when you my favorite thing is just like a transition so like like a transformation so if you came in and you had really really long hair and you want a really really short hair i'm gonna be super excited or if you have really really short hair and you want really really long hair i'm gonna be super excited or if you want to go from blonde to black or you know black to blonde or you know like just something that's just really different those are my favorites right do you also keep like a a book because I remember like back in what 90s or early 2000s you used to can look through a book at different hairstyles mm-hmm. pictures and put them in a photo album so you can have something to pick from right Do you no I don't those? have any nope I don't but I know like that you can make them now because I see a few of the um, stylists that I follow or that I know they have like a few that they make because you know you can make your own books period like people give them for like Christmas and birthdays you know so you can just put photos in there and people can look at them if they need inspiration but because like everything is so social media driven people Mm -hmm. usually come in very like specific like I see the same five photos weekly of the same five girls and that's usually what everyone's um, asking for and if not they usually go on like whatever your social media platform is and they'll show you work of your own and let you know like this is something that they're trying to achieve today right right yeah you are right that social media you know that's your word of mouth and also you can put your pictures there and everyone can rate them and give you mm-hmm. that motivation inspiration you need so you already have your photo book with all the hairstyles in it mm-hmm. taking pictures as it goes and then yeah. not only that your clients are also taking pictures and tagging you into the picture exactly know? yeah that's great that's a great recommendation it's also like a yep if you ask me because you know everyone get a chance to rate it absolutely how can listeners follow you or book an appointment with you? If you can give us that information again. Um, so 
my handle on everything is hair by carmen d and if you wanted to make an appointment with me you can search me on style seat and just put in hair by carmen d or you can type in style seat um dot com slash i slash hair by carmen d and if you wanted to make an appointment with me in the tri-state area you can either dm me or you can send me an email and my email is in my bio or you can just email me at carmendhair at gmail.com right do you have anything new or anything else you would like for the listeners to know about um i nothing truly new um other than i am doing my mind your own womb movement um which is about women's health and social biases so if you wanted to check into that you all i would appreciate that as well and um i'm working on a product i'm not gonna say exactly what it is but i am working on a product i've been working on it for like six months now so hopefully sometime this year you all will know about that as well so please stay tuned Okay, and what all do you have on that mind your own business? Mind your own womb. <laughs> oh, mind your own womb. I'm sorry, I said mind your own business. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I do have apparel up there that I sell, but it's a lot of information, like I said, about like societal biases, um, how certain questions and things are triggers, and um, bringing awareness to womb womb health womb awareness and womb issues like a lot of times people will ask you questions that's like as easy as like you know what's the weather outside but it'll be like why don't you have children and they don't know like you or your situation at hand so you know like I have a certain lifestyle I'm alkaline vegan it's a lot of things that I am into and I feel like sometimes people don't know so I'm just introducing my lifestyle as well as knowledge and giving people a safe haven and a space to speak and share their stories so women can know that they're not alone and again like I said just to break societal biases and help people know that questions that they feel like are just shooting the breeze can be triggering and they never know like what's going on with that woman so being a little bit more sensitive so yeah that's the movement that I started getting a little buzz so I have that going on as well I also have a page for that so you want to follow that or go to the website you can and it's mindyourownwomb.com great and that's also located on your Instagram page correct yes ma'am well, I thank you so much, Miss Carmen, for being a guest on this podcast channel. Yes, I thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And this podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at From Weave Weave to Natural Hair, where we talk about more than just hair. And if you would like to be a guest on this podcast channel, simply send an email to From Weave Weave, the number two, Natural L at gmail.com that's our time guys join me on the next segment thank you so much again miss carmen let's tell our listeners bye 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 guys until next time